In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, the associates take a break from the life-altering news they all received while pursuing personal matters. This ends up being a break from each other as well, with the three splitting to the far corners of the city. Brought back together by Mr. Purple, the group is given their next objective, the elimination of the poaching booster gang known as the Skinners. The car ride might be long, but it's also uncomfortable. The trio and Claudia apologize for losing touch. So you get to, um, looks like this little, uh, there's like a few roads now that are kind of branching off. Um, and, uh, you've seen a few more signs, uh, for North side. Um, and as you like pull up, it's, it's like a small fishing town. Um, but it's also got like a bunch of different, uh, like, uh, energy factories like there's a there's a nuclear plant and um there's like a big like electrical depot um but it's on the it's on the water and it kind of looks it kind of looks like they they might do a lot of uh a lot of fishing here um so that's the that's the vibe that you get from from north side as you roll up into town hmm. I wonder what they catch i mean like didn't didn't don't the scientists say like majority of the fish died off? Well, I don't know, Saul. You're the scientist. I I fuck around with guns, bro. I don't do nothing but. Where'd you learn? Uh, I mean, what? Uh, I'm not. An, what science did you specialize in, Saul? Chemistry. All right. Well, um, yeah. Give me just give me a chemistry roll then. Sure. Eh, Eleven. Eleven. 
I rolled a nat one on that. I mean, the the fish the fish died off because water was hot, but maybe water colder here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe water colder here. That could be answer. And they don't necessarily have to be fishing. There's plenty of stuff to salvage in the water. That's fair. Maybe they're maybe they're true. in the market for a new like a uh, car seat or a tire. Some nuclear waste drums that they put in there like 10 years yeah. ago. Those things are selling on the black market. Should we, um, should we take a break out here, guys? Like, should we, uh, or, or, I don't know. We should probably park off a little off the road and, you know, surveillance this place because don't know necessarily he's going to be out here. I'll also say I'll that's also fair. say Saul, you're you're aware of this. It's you're the one that's driving. Um, you're kind of running low. Yeah, we do have to refuel in a little bit if we want to keep going. Um, I don't know. I'm also kind of tired too from all that driving. Okay, well, let's stop for a bit, stretch our legs. I, for one, could use some fresh air. What do these things even run on in the first place? It's like hydro fuel stuff. Very specific. I mean, it's like a hydrogen fuel cell, so we should be able to recharge it like pretty much at any one of these places around here. But also, I'm fairly sure this one has like, you know, let me check. Yeah, it's got an alternative fuel source thing, so we could. There's always a get, there's like, a plug. Maybe a uranium there's a rod. plug in the back. Yeah. Yeah, we could just plug it in someplace. I don't know. Either way, yeah, let's get out for a walk. I'm God damn. Shit, that was like five hours straight. Driving. So are you guys, are you pulling out, like, are you going to go anywhere particular and then stop, or are you just getting out here? I think Saul will try to look for, like, a bar or someplace like that, you know, where he can, like, park in, like, a communal um, parking yeah. lot, and they can just walk around, like, the small town. Yeah, there's a, um, it's, it's kind of like a, what one would consider biker bar um and uh well you can tell because there's a lot of motorcycles out front but there's also a lot of cars kind of like yours pickup trucks um because these are these are hard living folks um out here and uh the the name on the on the place is uh salt and brine um and uh so when you when you open the doors to the car um so you're immediately hit with like winds you you would you would gauge i mean you're not like a none of you are wind experts but you gauge probably like ballpark 80 kp uh like kilometers per hour um and uh like the kind of stuff that knocks your hat off of your head um and uh it's also approximately zero degrees celsius oh fuck and saul's gotta like close the door as soon as he opens it and he's gonna put a hand over the mufon hat shit um so you're in the back so like uh there should be like a box and they have like puffy parka coats in them it has like it's where all our camping I, I will is. i will i will also just in case you're not uh up on the Celsius game. It's like 32 degrees Fahrenheit. E. 
Oh, the freezing. Okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that it's like thirty-two degrees, so it's probably like it's. Oh, it's freezing. It's cold. Yeah, I mean, cold. a jacket will be fine because yeah, thirty-two degrees is very uncomfortable. <laughs> if you're not wearing a jacket. <laughs> okay, so does Sarfungi still have nerves? Like, can she feel the cold? Did we ever establish um, that? I. I think like. It's cold on your cheeks and your nose, but like your most of your, uh, like your forearms and your legs are shark skin. Uh, so yeah, yeah I think it's like there's a select few places on your body that get cold, um, and it's mostly in your face. Okay, so Sharpenji is gonna grab a scarf, a cute scarf, one that accessorizes her chrome, and. <laughs> Call it a dressing for the weather. I'm just gonna shove my hands further into my pockets. You can all make attractiveness rolls too if you want. Alright, 14 then for Abel. I know Saul got an 8 no matter what, so. I got 22. 22. Alright, so whereas in the city, uh, Soifang Ji would be, you know, just this vision of stunning beauty, um, when you like when you guys walk out to uh go into the bar uh people are looking at you but it's not for the re- it's not like because you look hot i mean you do look hot but it's mostly it's more just like well, there's a there's an uppity city slicker kind of like you look like a like a a metropolitan you know new yorker walking around in uh west virginia um <laughs> As far as like Saul and or Saul and Abel, you blend in. Sweet. <laughs> so Foji bougie as hell. <laughs> Sorry, team. Her <laughs> Abel and Saul are walking in overalls and fucking Soifungi comes in with Gucci. Yeah, everything. I think I think Saul with a, like with like an eight, you might even have found a piece of straw and it's in your it's in your mouth. Like the wind just blew it in. <laughs> Like, poked him in the eye first, and he was like, oh, fuck, opened his mouth, and it just landed in his mouth. Okay, so I pictured that whole scene as a trailer, sailor, trailer moon trans- transformation. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing, I'm picturing Legally Blonde when she's, when she's first walking through, like, the Harvard campus, and she's just, like, in high heels, just, like, her strut, the way she does. Are you gonna start handing out scented resumes to Fungi? I mean... Oh my god, that'd be so lit. I mean, maybe, maybe scented, maybe scented contact cards for assassination jobs or like net running that needs to there be you done. Go. You know, fuck it. Next, next resume I turn in, you know, actually hand in physically. I'm going to have it scented. Listen, <laughs> it's smart. It's a smart fuck move. It. But anyway, so so yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe, that, or that's the vibe that these people get from you. Um, and you can kind of open the doors. Uh, there's so the, the layout of this place. It's kind of like um, there's a there's a big wide open bar um, in the middle of the room. There's uh, some like table games and a big like poster board with um, like a bunch of different flyers on it. Um, and over most of them, they, they look like they've been here for a long time, but over most of them um, is just like a big poster that says join the cause. Um, and it's like it's like a, a, a bunch of like 
leaves and it says roti on it. Hmm. Uh, looks like we came to the right place. Yeah, I assume this is what we're looking for. Y- yeah. And Saul will go over and look at one and just grab the flyer off before any sort of serving staff come over to do orders unless we go up to the bar and order. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what kind of necessarily bar this is. You see like a guy uh, come in behind you um, with like a a big hat um, and like a leather jacket and he kind of pushes past you and says, Deborah, to my usual and sits at, sits down at a, at the bar. Alright, uh, you guys want anything to eat? Cause I could... <laughs> Yeah, see if they have, like, a portobello burger. Portobello burger. Okay. Soy fungi? I'll just have a whiskey neat. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're the one that doesn't really need to eat anymore. Um, Okay, cool. Claudia's like, an order of fries for me. Okay, and fries. Cool. Gotcha. Wait, 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 wait. Your cat wants to order food. Bro, she's not a cat. Listen, if she follows me into like, the bathroom, she's a cat. And she wants to order food. Well, so, well, Soifuji, um, here's a big question. How would you know that Claudia had just ordered fries? <laughs> because Saul <laughs> just said you want fries. <laughs> no, he just said, and an order of fries. He could have been talking about himself. Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> But you will get fries too. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Okay. My bad, y'all. <laughs> it's all good. Saul will like head up, and and he'll go sit next to the the guy who just came in. And he'll be like, "Hey, I like to to place an order for some food. When when you got the time, thank you." The guy sitting at the bar. Uh, no. Like he'll sit next to the guy at the uh, bar, but like talk to the the whoever is running behind whoever's doing the you know bar that'd be deborah and uh and she's just like sure thing i'll be right with you and all right thank you and uh goes over to like a a group of pretty pretty burly bikers and uh gets gets their burgers to them um and then she comes over with uh pad you guys aren't from around here huh no, we're we're uh we're coming through. Um, we heard that there's like a lot of good camping out this way, and uh, you know, we're, we're real like big nature lovers. So we we figured that'd be pretty fun activity to do. You know, get away from the the city. She's like, she's like, ha! I don't know who told you that, man. City city people are are pretty funny. Uh, ain't nothing, ain't nothing, yeah. ain't nothing nice about he about out here. I don't know. I, I think this is a pretty cool place. I mean, you guys seem all f- pretty friendly. Well, I suppose I suppose there's that people in the city won't uh, pay you the time of day. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm going on and on. What can I get you? Um. All right. So could I get a whiskey neat? Um. Could I get uh order of fries a normal burger do you guys have like portobello burgers here uh you need that gluten free um abel you want it gluten free no i just want it bloodless okay yeah just just know what what she said just bloodless um also like a double of scotch for her too i feel like she she's had a hard ride 
a lot of wind kind of throwing her off. I think she might need it. And um, could I have a uh, rum and coke, please? Sure thing. I can get that all in for you. Cool. Thank you. And oh, um, did I did I say the the order of fries too? Like instead of just being a side order, could it be like a larger order for one like one that we can all share? Uh, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, Saul's just gonna walk off awkwardly. Well done, Saul. You can charm any barmaid. I am very good with um, ladies who happen to be older than me and uh, think of me as if they were their grandson, I guess. Did I? I never said Marsha was old or Deborah was old. No, you never did. But Saul is just thinking that she's older than he is. I'm imagining I'm imagining like an Amy Poehler type, like a just kind of like, you know, conventionally good looking, um, but not like. Supermodel. Oh, Gavin's got a thing for Amy Poehler. That's so cute. Oh, you want some Leslie? Good for you. Of course he does. <laughs> Could never say no. To I was that. always, I was always an, I was always more of an Audrey Plaza. Mm, guy I don't myself. think he could handle Audrey Plaza. Aubrey probably, Plaza. you're probably Let's right about right, that. Guys. <laughs> she eats you alive, bud. sees a poster goes and checks it out what's the poster say uh the poster is um it is a like just a flyer for like it's just like do you hate the corporations destroying your your climate uh your ecosystem and the few animals that remain you might be interested in in joining uh roti and it gives you like a place where they all hang out um it is a uh it's a video gaming hall in Northside called the Einstein. And it says, ask for Dugan Fitz. I'm going to rip it off of the, the board. Carry it over to the table. Uh, Oi, you guys. I didn't uh, Magenta say to check out this fucking roadie group? Uh, uh like, like, yeah, yeah. Or, what the fuck is that? It, this is like a recruitment poster. It looks like they hang out at a place called Einstein's or whatever. I don't Wait, know. There might be a pinball, so you might be into it, wizard boy. I mean, yeah, but, like, aren't they supposed to be fucking terrorists? Are, they're just recruiting like this? Holy fuck. Well, I don't know, Saul. How does somebody get the label of terrorist in the first place? Uh, that, that, that's a that's a good point. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. I, I think I may have funded too many freedom fighters to like you know really argue with that sentiment so yeah so I don't know by all accounts we probably work for one anyway so a job's a job right y- yeah yeah what so, and either you... way these these folks were after trying not to say their name out in public these folks were, were dealing with they seem like the greater of two evils, three evils, the fuck ton of evils. So that's true. Um, before we just like waltz in, like they're they're in like a an arcade, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that uh, Sifan G, if she takes the lead, will uh, we'll have a bunch of folks flocking to us. 
you and I can sneak off, or one of us can sneak off. And well, I was gonna ask, get the lay of the place. I was gonna ask Soyfungi to take the lead and like scout the fuck out of it if able. You know, like I bet it probably has a lot of electronic stuff around that you could like I don't know, get into from the web. Jack right? into and spy. I'm on it. Yeah. So you want me to take the lead, or you want Soyfungi to take? The lead? So fun, G. Do the do the hack thing before we go in, but then you can totally take the lead because, like, I don't know. I'm just feeling kind of weird. Been kind of like, I, I mean, I think I got my piece out in the car, but I've been kind of like out of it since everything went down last time. Um, but yeah, so fun, G. I think it'd be cool as fuck if you can get into like one of those old arcade games, and then like you would be the little dude jumping over the flaming barrels, watching them the entire time. That'd be lit. I know. So well, fucking cool. That would actually be kind of fun, but it doesn't necessarily work that way. However, if I could find a net terminal that's close to an arcade game, I can totally just jack in and pretend that I'm playing in the arcade while like downloading whatever information that I can find on on well, the ready. We should probably do it before we go in, right? Like I think we've been kind of caught flat-footed a lot with the last couple of places we've been going into, so maybe a little bit more like info before we just like go and say, "Hey man, where's your terrorist group that we'd like to fucking sign up for?" Or maybe you know? that's or maybe that's what they're looking for. Maybe they want a like blazing brunt approach. Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I'm all for bumbling into shit, I guess. We we keep trying to outsmart the system. The system's not going to let us outsmart it, so we just need to go with it. Okay, I get you. we got to put all our points into stupid. Not into, but, but we <laughs> into stupid but we also we also shouldn't leave our, our fates entirely to chance. So maybe we can kind of half and half it. Like, one of us goes in directly seeking information while I can kind of snoop around and see what I can find just to give us a leg up or leverage if we need it. Okay. I, I like that plan. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down to clown. All right. So, should we get started or are we going to have a few more drinks? I would like to finish my wings first, but yeah. What uh what meat are your wings, Saul? For cost of effectivity. Um plant based with a smattering of um animal growth. So they're not wings like we would normally have them. They're more of like the nasty kind of boneless wings that people enjoy cuz boneless wings are fucking disgusting. They're the worst thing in this world. I've seen terrible things and they're the worst. Okay, well, uh, very, uh, very divisive comment that um, that a, a member of our group who doesn't necessarily represent the beliefs of all of us here uh, did just make. This is the fucking hill I will die on, and I will put I mean, all of this down. I mean, that was divisive. This is a bad time. This is a bad time to mention this week's sponsor is Tyson Fake wings. Meat. Tyson Fake Meat. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I've caused us another lost sponsorship deal. Oh, fuck. I honestly don't know how Red Vines got a hold of, of all those recordings that Will made where he's trashing them. Um, but somebody somebody leaked it to the press, and now uh, we, can no, 
we can no longer rely on a, uh, on an influx of, of cash flow from Red Vines. I'm sorry. I've done it again. It was Red Vines. Now it's Tyson. Why are you doing this? They're just, just trying to ruin our lives here. Oh, God. Well, are you okay? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm just tired. <laughs> So uh, you leave, uh, you leave this bar, and uh, you're immediately reminded about how cold and windy it is outside, um, and you are like chilled to the absolute bone. <laughs> you 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 punch into the GPS, uh, the Einstein. You follow the main roads. Um, it's not traffic's not very heavy in in uh, Northside. Um, it's mostly like other kind of big trucks like utility trucks like yours um you know hauling stuff to and from um there's like a few probably like family-sized vehicles uh because you know the workers have have their have their families out here um but yeah and you you pull up um to the einstein there's a there's like a big um neon sign uh with like Albert Einstein himself uh, and his like his tongue sticking out and his crazy hair is like glowing neon um, and you know it says it says like the Einstein gaming in VR hall um, and there there are more posters for uh, Rody like pasted to the outside of it uh, but otherwise it, it looks like a you know just any order, ordinary place of business hey Soifan G. Yes. Was, wasn't like, didn't you find um candor in a place like this? Like, wasn't it a gaming hall? Um, no, I found candor in an abandoned android factory, as she tried to kill me. But I did locate the factory in a in a VR castle. Yeah, they tend to refer to the the so like. This is like a gaming hall, which is kind of more of like a... It's it's similar to an arcade, but arcade would be an archaic term. Um, so, yeah, most people say gaming hall. Um, and uh, But a VR castle is something different. Oh, okay. I just want to know if there was like some kind of, I don't know, connection between all you, you net runners and like VR cafes or castles or whatever. Seems like... Well, I, I I would say I would say VR castles are a little different because every pod has its own ver- has its own network, while everything here is probably just connected to the same network. Well, you might so, be able to answer me this qu- answer the question for me then. Then, like, if we go in there, are we actually gonna have, see anybody, or are we just gonna put on headsets and like meet them in a virtual space? In the gaming hall. Well, like if we go in there and we're looking for, you know, these roadie people, are the are there going to be like actually no physical people in that place? It's just going to be a bunch of headsets. We put them on and then we meet them up in like the the non dangerous interwebs. Um. Well, I haven't been in this one yet, so I can't say for sure. 
Um, I just, I just my, had never been in one of these, so I didn't know how they like operated. Operated. My my best guess was just you're just gonna meet them. They're just gonna be in there doing their thing, and if not, I too will be surprised. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's find out. All right, cool. So, you leave the truck uh, back out into the cold tundra for a second cro- to cross the parking lot. Um, there's like a lot of there's a lot of like uh, small small vehicles, low emission cars uh, and electronic cars. Uh, I mean, well, emissions are a thing of the past. Nobody r- drives like a, a gas powered car anymore. But like these are. Even now, like, these are, they use the least amount of, like, nuclear power possible, um, kind of most eco-friendly cars you can find. Uh, a lot of them have, like, bumper stickers talk, talking about the environment and stuff. So they're um, the Flintstone cars. They're the Flintstone cars? Yeah, you just stick your feet out of the bottom and run. Yeah, basically. Uh, and so, you know... You open the front doors. Um, it's, t- it's two sets of double doors. Uh, when you enter, um, it looks—I mean, it looks like a, a, a place where people would, you know, gather socially to play games. There's um, like three tunnels uh, for sensory immersion gaming. Um, there's like holographic tabletops uh, and uh, a few more conventional games like set up around the hall. Um, it looks like people are just kind of, you know. There's, there's just people uh, coming to and fro. A lot of people are, a lot of these people are like, you know, younger people. They've got like punk hair and, uh, you know, piercings, lots of tattoos. Um, but they seem like, you know, they seem like friendly enough. And uh, the, this, this like, um, tall, thin uh, guy with a uh, like a Mongo Jerry hippie beard. Um, uh, wearing sandals, board shorts, and a vest with no shirt, uh, will all will approach you, um, and uh, you can you can also notice he's probably one of those guys that doesn't wear deodorant because there is like a there's there's like an odor, um, and he's just like, hey, what's up, freedom fighters? Uh, welcome to the Einstein. You know, situation is uh, serve yourself, but. Uh, yeah, you got any questions? Let me know, man. We also have like a short menu of beverages and like pastries and stuff. So, yeah, just holler, holler if you need something. My name's Dugan. Dope, Dugan. It's gnarly to meet you, man. Hey, that's that's much appreciated. Uh, what's uh, what's all your guys's deals? Yeah, bro, we're just getting the lowdown on the area. Basically, uh, just got here looking for fresh minds, you know. Oh, I definitely know. Uh, you know, I consider myself a uh, an investigative journalist, so um, I know I know quite a bit of uh, stuff about uh, the town. And uh, yeah, dope, Dugan. That's great, man. Well, I'm uh, I'm Ace. This is uh, Seagull over here. I'm gonna point to Saul, and uh, that's uh, hey. SF over there but uh it's good to meet you dugan very nice to meet you dugan hey thanks letters for your letters for your name is pretty cool 
I just I just read the notes that I read my, I gave myself where he's voiced like Brian Poson and not whatever uh, California guy I was just doing. <laughs> well, Dugan, if you like to know what the SF stands for, I'd love to tell you. Is it like, uh, well, I don't know. What is it? It stands for super friendly. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, let's be friends. Hey, man, I'm everybody's friends as, love, as long as they love the planet. I mean, don't we all love the planet? I would, uh, I would, uh, say that, uh, not a lot of people do anymore. Well, you know, I definitely agree with you, and I surely wish that there was something that we could do about that, because we all love the planet, and we want to do more for it. So, if there was a way to contribute more to the planet, and make sure we fight for this planet, like, how would we go about that? Well, uh, there's kind of a, um, there's kind of a process we use to sort of, um, you know, like induct new members. Most of us here, there's a few, you know, just, uh, just a few regular patrons here, but most of us are, uh, well, we're part of a, uh, a a collection of, of like-minded individuals who are looking to do something about, uh, about the atrocities committed against our mother earth uh but yeah i mean if you guys are interested uh just definitely stick around until after hours uh and you can you guys can talk to to mandy and i we would actually love to isn't this really funny guys we came here just the game but it seems that we can actually do more for this planet we're in we're in dugan yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's great. Y'all have such a big community. Hey, yeah. Us Northsiders gotta stick together. Well, for sure, man. Like, what's your favorite game around here, too, so that we could, you know, check it out? Oh, man. I really like the tabletops, but, uh, well, I got those. I just got those sensory immersion gaming tunnels over there. They're pretty popular. Oh, interesting. Uh, I actually have a question. I actually have a question about the sensory immersion gaming. Yeah, shoot. Okay, you see, I, as you can probably see, um, I'm very modded, and I take my sensory immersion gaming very seriously. Um, I've actually developed a quite of my own sensory hence enhancing experiences, you might say. And I was wondering, um, of course it does need a network to, you know, experience those. So, uh, where's your closest terminal? Just so I can kind of mod the experience. If you don't mind, with your permission, of course. Uh, I'd really rather you didn't. Um, well, you know, see, these things are pretty expensive, and, uh, I can't just have every newcomer coming in and, uh, fudging with the, fudging with the, uh, the system, but... You know, if you had an idea of kind of like what you were what you were looking to to experience, I could I could certainly load you up a suitable program. Um. Okay. So before we continue, this experience I was speaking of was definitely a personal one, so it wouldn't really have much to do with whatever systems you have going on. It just kind of helps me experience everything more intensely 
Um, so you wouldn't have to worry about me, like, messing up anything you got going on. It's kind of more like a, like a boost or a conduit, if that makes sense. Well, cool. I mean, we, you've opened the dialogue and I, and I hear you and I, I feel, I feel what you're saying and, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe at a future installment you could, uh, you could maybe look into it. Okay, how's your network work? Uh, I don't really handle the network. Uh, that would be that'd be Mandy. She's kind of the tech expert. Okay, and I take it she's busy until after hours. Yeah, yeah. She's she's not really uh she's not really a part of this business. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'll I'll experience the. I'll experience it as intended, but thank you, though. I appreciate it. Hey, no problems. Well, cool. I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of walks off um, to uh, take a look at, like, another machine. I guess somebody's having, like, a little little glitch where their their avatar doesn't doesn't render all the way. So he goes over to uh, to tinker with it and leaves you guys. Soy Fungi. Okay. Yes. Soy does one of these does one of these places normally have this much fucking VR porn? Oh it yeah. Seems that's, a little, that's pretty standard. It seems just a little. I was actually <laughs> so I I, I I love the energy and uh, but um, there was I I am gonna mention just offhand that's one of the things that you've actually that you actually notice is very absent. From this establishment. Oh no, VR it's porn like, here. It's like, well, I mean, first, first of all, I think he's going for like a family-friendly vibe, uh, but like it's it's scrubbed clean of anything that would be considered uh, hardcore. Naughty, naughty. <sighs> Interesting. Okay, so so it doesn't have that much. So this place doesn't have a lot of like kinky VR stuff. I, I'm surprised. I thought that was, like, I mean, one of y'all Netrunner's, like, favorite things to do, but... Grant, um, I've really only met, like, one Netrunner in my life, and that was you, Soy Fine G, so I might have a very, very, like, skewed opinion of Netrunners. Um, I mean, it's not just Netrunners that enjoy VR porn. Everyone does, and it's very accessible. So, um... I would actually say that the lack of it here um, definitely kind of confirms that we're in the right place because they're definitely covering up something. So um, what I think I'm going to do is I, I tried the straightforward approach to just ask him about this net terminal, his net terminals, but I don't know. He's being kind of weird about it. So I'm just going to go scan and see if I can find one. Wait, I thought we were trying to get embedded with this group, not like investigate them. Oh, I'm just I'm just looking for leverage, just in case we need it. Like we don't really know like where we're going or what we're doing. Oh, so, I'm yeah, cool. for for getting embedded with them. I just want to make sure that like I don't really trust the info that uh, Sahara has given us. So I want to make sure that they are not the types that are gonna like fucking shoot our back as soon as we show them that we have a car full of weaponry that they could take. Yeah, where did you park the car, Seagull? Saul so just, like, pulls the little fob out of his pocket and just presses the, the car, like, lock button, and you guys can faintly hear, like, a beep-beep, because it's just out 
in the parking lot. I mean, is our is ship visible from there? I don't. I don't think so. I think we. I think we kept it all hidden underneath like the the seats. Because we don't. Well, you have like a. You've got like a tool. There's like a big toolbox in the in the flatbed that I right. would assume had had like some serious locks on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of looks like a you know contractor's truck. So. But still, like, I just don't want to... Because, like, the... Yeah, because, like, the grenade launcher is definitely not mounted currently. Yeah. I just don't want to, like, end up showing them this stuff after hours, and then we are in a fucking firefight because they realize that they could use it, and there's only three of us. Well, that's kind of why I'm trying to find this leverage, (laughs) to give us something in case, like, something goes down, but... I mean, we're, we're going after the Skinners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the best case would be for us to figure out a way to make them take the initiative and go after the Skinners without involving ourselves at all. And then we can just oh, tag along. Okay, so I kind of just had an idea. Um, I can actually infiltrate their neck terminal and create a virus that makes it look like that makes it look like someone from the Skinners were digging for information. And that could make them at least suspicious of them. Yeah, I mean, see if that's existing anyway. Because if, if, say, it already exists, it's already going on, and then you kind of turn up and say, hey, just let you know this is... I discovered this for you. Maybe they'll be in uh, in our debt. I don't know. Oh, well, I, well, I was just going to be a little messy and let someone know that I was in the system. However, when they discover me, um, it'll look like um, I'm Skinner, if that makes sense. Like yeah, the virus. I mean, I you, you know what you're doing more than I do, so. Yeah, so that way they'll catch the Skinners red-handed, which would make them a lot more suspicious and likely to take action. And we can kind of just fan the fire from the sidelines and let them do all the work. All right, well, I'm going to go schmooze. Yeah, you guys have just been, like, standing in the in the entryway, kind of chit-chat, like, like whispering amongst each other. And, and a few of, like, the a few of the patrons have kind of started to take notice, and it's like, are they going to come in and play games, or... Sorry, guys. I'm going to just Are they about to just start, ass. like, shooting all of us? No. Okay, sorry. We were just trying to figure out if we needed tokens or not. And what are we going to do first, which is going to be the immersion tunnels right immersion tunnels first you go ahead and do that so i find g i'm gonna go find a pinball machine set a new record you weren't wrong about the whole wizard part ace have fun with that seagull go and see if there's like any people that are not actively playing and just just generally chat up the place turn on the charm try to make some um, like try to make sure that everybody's associating our group with a friendly bunch of neighborhood kids yeah yeah there's definitely there's definitely like a like a what looks to be like a couple 
um, like similarly, like how I described before, like the guy has like, uh, like frost tipped hair, um, and like a, one of those, um, uh, one of those like nose rings that has a chain that goes to his ear. Um, and he's like chatting with this girl who's, uh, got like, got like red hair. That's kind of like, uh, like spice girls ass, like up on the, up in her head. And, and it's like sticking out at weird angles. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're just like both, both having like a soda or whatever and chatting with, with each other. Okay, I'll, I'll walk up and um, just kind of plant myself nearby, but uh, not engage immediately. Just kind of feel out the the atmosphere and see if um, see if I can hear what they're talking about without necessarily eavesdropping. It's going to look like I'm just kind of sitting at the bar and keeping an eye on Saul and Sufunji. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can give me like a. Uh, can I just roll for streetwise? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's that's fair. Rolled a 10 and a another 10. I'm using the online roller, so this is... I don't know. I, I just rolled another 10. Wow. I rolled three 10s well, in a row and then a 4. Well, well, you don't just keep rolling 10s. If you roll a 10, you roll again, but after that second time, you don't roll a third time. Okay, so 30 is the max for... Yes me for streetwise because i have plus 10 on my streetwise so 30 uh so 30 you can definitely like they are having um they're kind of having like a, a friendly debate uh over um like protocol and uh i guess there's a, like you're you're picking out um that uh roadie seems like kind of uh split two ways between like the between like Dugan Fitz and uh this lady Mandy Kaminsky who both seem to have like very very different outlooks on how to uh how to go about like you know planning planning stuff for Roti and like deciding how they're going to do things and like what they what they represent as an organization uh but both seem to have like an even split among the the uh members and an even split among these two people like the guy is advocating for um like Mandy's kind of more uh hands-on and sometimes radical approach uh the the girl is is saying that they should be more measured and, you know, use the press and um, use, like, just get the truth out there and that will be enough to kind of dismantle uh, the systems that they want to uh, see gone. So uh, that's what you get with a 30. All right. So it seems like there is an impasse in the group at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, right. which is which is sort of which is sort of causing for like a lack of any activity at all. Okay, like stalled out. Like they they can't agree on any. It's the Senate. They can't agree on anything, so they've got nothing done. Okay, um, I'm gonna hold on to that information, and next time I see Sufan G, I will pass that along. But um, uh, I'm I'm just gonna keep kind of 
blatantly people watching, but like in a like casual way, you know, like people just like hanging out at the mall where like, oh, they seem to just be vibing. Like, yeah, I'm going for that. That mode of surveillance. Yep. That sounds that sounds fine to me. And that's what Um, I will maintain. Hey, it's your game master over here, Gavin. This is the part where I ask each of you to send us just a little bit of support. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and send us a tweet or two. We'd be happy to hear from you. Secondly, we have a Patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money and you want to share it with us. It's only $5 a month to become an esteemed member like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. This membership includes bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay Taking the Scenic Route to the Gathering of the Juggalos. We'll do it. Actually, that one sounds pretty awesome. Good job, me. Just go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party. In case you haven't heard, we also have a website, so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. You can check it out at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's basically it for the ads, unless you want to at me, Red Vines. Catch you guys in the next one. All right. Uh, so Suifang Ji goes over to um, these these tunnels, which, so it's like this big uh, kind of like circular disc um, with a bunch of different, uh, like a bunch of different dials and settings and things. And then through the disc is like this this kind of big open space that seems to be like kind of the where you where you play in like you see another guy uh who's who's kind of like in in this space and you can't see what he's seeing but he's like he's like you know uh swinging his arms around um and and at one point like he appears to be like swimming um so just like it looks like a guy just having having an episode (laughs) but uh you're sure that it's part of the game Okay, so I'm looking around and I'm having a moment because I know I'm supposed to be looking for a net terminal, but this looks really interesting (laughs) and I'm trying to decide if I want to try it out real quick before or after I find out if there's a net terminal. So I'm going to look around filled with wonder and curiosity. But then I'm going to snap out of it for a second and scan. I'm going to scan and do I see any, like, net terminals in the area? But, but, just so, I don't know if there's anyone there that's, like, privy to scanning, so I'm just going to be pretending to do random things while I'm looking around trying to scan so I'm just like doing jumping jacks and dancing to like create the illusion that I'm also experiencing inside of this setup yeah uh so you scan and um uh let me give me a well I I don't think the scan is like a as like an active thing that you have to roll for um so yeah, there's one. There's one net access. Uh, ter- like, well, there's two in the building. There seems to be one, 
like behind uh the counter uh where Dugan is currently like um like he seems to be like tapping on on a pad maybe he's like adding drinks to somebody's order or something like that um there is like behind a behind a door uh in at the back there seems to be like another terminal on the other side of that door um th- when like while you're doing this um you you kind of like hear the sound of kind of like a like a sl- a soft whirring and um turn around to see a rather large woman with uh she's got stylish glasses and blonde curly hair um and she's in like a like an electric wheelchair uh and she 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 rolls up to you she says well i noticed uh what you were doing there it also seems that your machine is not currently running any programs so uh what's up i ignore her (laughs) i'm still doing my thing uh she says yoo-hoo uh, I'm talking to you. It's, it's very rude to uh, to ignore me. I'm still doing my thing. Listen, is this because I can't walk? Do you do you have some sort of like ableist vision where you can't see people uh, who 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 don't have legs? What? I stop. I stop a second, <laughs> and, and I I start looking right to left as it to appear as if I might be hearing someone, and then. I, like, stick my hand out (laughs) and just touch her face. And then, and then, when I touch her face, I appear to jolt back, and then I'm just looking at her. Like, oops. I'm sorry, I didn't notice you there. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, I was saying I I noticed you, uh, scanning our establishment... Um, yeah, you can order drinks over there. Um, you didn't have to have to switch on your gear for that. Oh, um, you see, I wasn't scanning. Um, I don't know. See, it looks like you've kind of been working here since the Earth's been cooling. And since then, there has been some pretty interesting technology that has come out, um, specifically my own, and I have been projecting a simulation into this environment, because it's the perfect place to do it, so I was kind of in my own little world, while just, like, kind of piggybacking off of your setup, if that makes sense. Alright, so this is gonna be a... Oh boy. Um, probably a persuasion roll yeah that's what i'm thinking okay 24 uh she says well that's certainly nothing that's certainly a a a very interesting uh story there uh i i haven't heard of such a thing um and you know i did i did think myself pretty up to date on on current tech but uh Whatever, I'll let bygones be got bygones. You were curious about our system, and, uh... But, but, you know, if you're some sort of corporate spy, this isn't the place for you. And you should turn around. Well, I'm definitely not a corporate spy. Um, I am a developer, and I am simply perfecting my craft. 
So, ma'am, um, with all due respect, if anything, maybe you would be slightly a little more, like, flattered that I'm kind of piggybacking off of the setup that you have here. I think it's wonderful, and I'm just kind of using it to improve. Like, I probably could have mentioned... Uh, she just starts laughing at this and, and just, like, uh, rolls rolls herself away uh, and pushes, like, the, the, the button next to the door uh, to the back where you scan another access point and just goes back there and, and the door shuts behind her. Okay. Um... Hmm. Uh, so, so Saul, what's Saul, what's Seagull doing? Uh, Seagull is finding the most appropriate pinball uh, game, the uh, Steven Seagal pinball experience and he is trying to set the high score on it um yeah yeah so so this this pinball machine kind of has like a it's vr pinball so it's just like a a basic uh table projection system uh and when you flick it on um like these two control uh knobs like appear as projections and you can stick your hands inside them and and um you know, you're able to like flick the the buttons uh, and push various um, like interactable uh, icons on the on the experience itself to to like help drive it. Um, and give me a. It doesn't matter. I rolled a one. I just rolled my dice. Um, okay. <laughs> I guess like the closest I can think of is like gambling so it's intelligence based uh, that is a seven altogether intelligence is a six plus a natural one that's a seven so yeah you you hit like two gutter balls in a row and then um the the third one you get like you know maybe a couple thousand uh and before the before the ball uh goes th- through your bumpers and you don't get another you don't get a reball or anything like that god damn you steven seagal and your fucking obnoxiously hard vr seagal experience how was i supposed to know i needed to know kung fu and judo and karate to be able to play your game god fucking bullshit god i think i gotta go get more tokens there, I mean, it's not to, it's not tokens. <laughs> I think I gotta get more tokens anyway. Voice of God, Saul's gonna sulk off. Does Abel have anything else she wants to do, or I'll go back to I'll go back to Soyfang G formulating her plan. Um, I was just gonna say that I mean, Abel's got the information. Yeah, I also think you like definitely. If you were people watching, you definitely saw the very uncomfortable exchange that happened between. Um, uh, this this uh, wheelchaired woman and uh, Sui Feng Chi. Um, I might just say to the couple next to me, I'll just lean over and say, uh, oh, no, it, it looks like my friend's kind of uh, ruffled some feathers. Do you know um, who that 
that tall individual right there, the, the one that I walked in with. Do you know who who she's talking with? The the Spice Girls like chick is uh, turns to you and she's like, "Oh, that's Mandy." Oh, oh. I've I've heard of Mandy. That's probably not good. Yeah, she likes to she likes to screw with people. Um, she's really a, she's she's just got like a, a twisted sense of humor. Uh, I bet I bet your friend did something insensitive, and she's just kind of teasing her for it. Uh, man, I would hate to make ooh, uh, you know, make anybody upset on our first day in town. Is she? Um, Sir, I don't know any way to make amends easily. Do you know? Uh, well, Mandy like frequents a couple of the burger stops around here, so I don't know. Food, food seems to be like a good, a uh, good thing to like ease her. You know, get 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 your get yourself back on her good side or whatever. Oh, is there a good uh, a good joint around here that that doesn't serve any meat or animal products? Yeah, there's like a um. There's like a juice bar, uh, like two streets over, uh, and they do like a they do like an infused beet burger. Um, uh, Mandy likes those, yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome! Thank you for the tip. That's great. I mean, that would that's great for me and uh, and maybe Mandy. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've had their beet burger before. It's it's pretty it's pretty killer. Awesome. Well, I, I'm Ace, by the way. Oh, uh, my name is Amara. And this and this guy next to me is Reg, and Reg is like, "Huh, sup?" Nice to meet you, Amara. Reg, thanks for the tips. Um, and I, I might kind of get up and, and look a little undecided for a second, very much play acting, like new girl in town. Uh, and yeah, I'll look up and see if this juice bar thing is nearby. Yeah, so Fang G, what's the what's the plan that you've formulated? Okay, so, Sorfungi looks around to see if anyone's watching her. Is anyone watching Sorfungi? Not to your knowledge. Okay, so, I very casually walk over to the back door that Wheelchair Lady went into, and I knock on it. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a uh, response. Dugan does does see you knocking on the door from like his his juice bar station and he's just like oh uh hey man can i or hey uh hey lady can i get a can i get you anything like that's kind of like a it's kind of like our stock room oh okay um yeah i just had an encounter with this lady in a wheelchair and i felt like i may have been kind of rude to her so i was wondering if i could just talk to her very quickly um are you able to, like, let me in so I can see her and speak with her? You can come, too, if you want. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's Mandy. Well, um, <laughs> she's just, uh, I'm, I'm sure she's not really that mad. Uh, she just, she likes to mess with people. But, um, no, you guys said you were staying, staying after, right? Yes. All right, well, you could just talk to her then. Oh, okay, um... Yeah, I guess I'll do that. Alright, thanks, Dugan. Can I get you, like, any juice or, like, a like a baguette? Um, do you have alcohol? Uh, no, and it's also, like, 4.30. Is it ever too early to drink? Is that what you're suggesting? 
Well, like, most people I know at least wait till five. Oh. Well. Okay, sure. I'll have a baguette, please. Thank you so much, Dugan. Yeah, okay, we got, uh... Got if I can't have a whiskey sour, I'll have a baguette. We've got we've got a cinnamon, we've got a uh, a carrot, and we've got a like uh, like a savory like a spinach and cheese. Okay, I'll have the spinach and cheese baguette. Um, I just say we just let bygones be bygones and forget about this. <laughs> I got that. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good one. All right, I'll have to. I'll have to remember that for when I make. Uh, when I make new recipes. Oh, so you like puns too, Dugan? Oh yeah, my my mom grew me up on puns. Oh wow, so did mine. That's so interesting, Dugan. I think we're gonna be good friends after all. Oh, actually, I also have another request. Um. You see, I do have this tiny little frame, but I'm a big juice drinker. Do you mind if I have, like, three juices? Yeah, like, uh, you can just, it's a serve-yourself bar, um, so you can just go over there. I'm gonna, I'll get your, uh, I'll get your, your baguette started. Okay, perfect. Um, I'll go ahead and get those juices. And then Sarfungi cool. walks over to get three cups of juice. Okay, so, side note, first plan failed, but I have another plan, so I'll see if this one works. Okay. So, okay, so Funji gets her three juices, and she walks over to that hallway um, where all the nods and things were. Yeah, are you talking about, like, the, are you talking about, like, the, uh, the sensory immersion gaming tunnels? Yes. So... I go to where all the, like, nozzles and stuff were. Are those, like, control nozzles that, like, affect the whole game? Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, like, they're, like, settings. So, like, you can change, like, the brightness. And you can change, uh, like, the, how much, like, feeling you have while you're in the system. And just, like, it's, it's just tweak, like, different tweaks that you can, you can make to kind of, like, uh, customize it a little bit. Okay, so... Um, Surfungi is going to see what happens to the system if she casually, accidentally, purposely pours the juices on them. Okay. Um, I think, the, so the tunnel just kind of, like, goes dark. Dugan cut, walks up with your baguette, and he's like, Oh, no! The tunnel's oh. down! Oh, my God, Dugan, I'm so sorry. I was so clumsy. I thought that I could handle walking with three juices, and I accidentally dropped them, and then they all just fell into the into the system. Can you fix it? Uh, he's like, ah, uh, not on site. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call in the repair guy for this. You didn't see the sign, and it said like it clearly like there's a sign right next to the machines that say no food or drink uh, allowed near. Uh, your tunnels. I was just trying to take a shortcut. I'm so sorry, Dugan. Is there anything that I can do to help? No, I, I'll take care of it. I just, I'll go, I'll go get the out of order signs, and uh, I'll have to, I'll have to call that guy before we close. Okay, Dugan. I understand if you have to excuse yourself for a few minutes. And uh, he goes, he goes over to like his station and starts rifling through. Uh, drawers and things for, like, the out-of-order sign. Does he find it? 
I mean, I was giving you a second in case part of your plan was distract Dugan. Part of my plan was distract Dugan so while he's trying to figure out about this machine, I can run over to the net terminal behind the bar and jack in. <laughs> See what I can okay. get before anyone so, notices. So, so what you're saying is he is standing exactly where you want to be standing currently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, he does eventually find the sign. Um, and like, it's, it's kind of like a roll of, uh, it's like a roll of kind of like a tape measure. Um, and, and he goes to start, uh, strapping it down so that people can clearly see that, yeah, you can't enter this, this, this machine. Okay. So I'm not sure how long he's going to be distracted with dealing with that, but I'm just going to like sneak over to the net terminal behind the bar and see if I can get into it without being noticed. All right, give me a stealth roll. Okay. 14 plus 9. 23. 23. Um, yeah, like, you you, you tuck yourself behind the, the bar. You're pretty sure that this is, like, you're, you're not visible uh, to anyone, and you're kind of off to one, or to one, like, out of one eye, you can see um, Dugan kind of uh, working at... And, like, now he's chit-chatting with somebody... Who is who's like asking about the tunnel, because um, like it looks like the other two are now like occupied. Um, so, yeah, you you have a little bit of time here. Oh, nice. Okay, so, Sophonji is jacking in. All right, there is a uh, data wall in front of you. Okay, luckily Sophonji brought worm. So I'm just going to, like, deploy Worm. I love how Soifang G sends a text to Abel that says, I caused a whole entire scene. Keep Dugan busy if he tries to come back to the station. And he sends it to Abel, who is currently not there, but Saul, who's doing nothing, <laughs> is not sent a text. Doing nothing, sir? Saul is busy trying to set that fucking high score and failing. All right, well, give me another roll. Better. It's a seven now, plus my intelligence of six is a 13. 13. Uh, so there's like, there's like one... Uh, one guy kind of like watching watching you uh, play like off to the side. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Ah, sick move. Saul doesn't see anything on his agent because Saul is busy being fucking cool. You guys are causing all these problems. I thought we were supposed to go in here like fucking chill and whatnot, but no. Saul's the only one who's following the mission, I guess. All right. So so back to Soifang Ji. Um, you, you're... Serpentis finishes uh, their way through the data wall, uh, and there is a, uh, you know, you can go up a level. Cool. Serpentis decides to go up a level. There's another data wall. Oh my god, how many data walls are there? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use Worm again. Okay. Uh, Abel, you return to Einstein's. Uh, it's about 4.45 now, so like, the... Um, like Dugan's just finished having a ch- having his his chat with like this guy. 
over like how annoying it's going to be to get this the repair dude in uh like two days after he installed it and um is like making his way back to his station uh i'm just gonna like casually kind of bump into him and when i do sort of look up and just oh what happened thought everything was chill when i left oh man uh your friend that came in with you uh, ignored the ignored the food and beverage sign and kind of spilled juice all in the all in the machinery. Ah, Schnikes. I'm so sorry. Uh, SF is still trying to defrag a system, like a, a, a system update. It's it caused them to be a little fritzy sometimes. Man, well, well, I was picking myself up some food, but I mean, the least I can do is is. I mean, do you want a burger? I don't know. It's not going to cover the cost of that kind of mess up. Is that a is that a beat, a beat burger from Slushy Jim's? Yeah, yeah. I one of your one of your patients kind of suggested it, so I, I drove up there to, to give it a shot. But honestly, the the wrapping kind of threw me off a little bit. So if you want it, it's 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 yours. Um, didn't you have a you had a partner too? Here, take take both. Take both. Hey, thanks. Yeah, these are these are a good good deal. Yeah, just you know, um, let Mandy know they're from Ace. Will do. Sorry about all the trouble. Will do. And he uh, takes the takes all the food and uh, pushes the button and, and goes back to the back to the back area for a minute. Uh, and so if I G, you're through. The second data wall. Your serpentus is looking a little full, <laughs> like uh, oh, stomach's kind of oh. stomach's kind of distended, and there's there's the elevator door to the next level. All right, Serpentu so quickly goes to the next level. There's another data wall. Okay, can I attack it? I have my sword program too. Can I just attack the wall? I mean, you could try. You could give it me an attack roll. Okay, nineteen. So yeah, you 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 hack at this data wall. Um, you make like minimal, uh, like chinks in it, um, and then you 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 hear uh, and feel like these huge footsteps um, come from uh, over the wall, and a giant uh, steps over the wall like a big like resed giant and. Uh, it's going to make an attack against you. Whew, okay. Um, do I have the choice to flee or not? I mean, uh, well, let's let me do speed first. So speed will decide who acts first. Uh, it's only going to roll a five. Three. Oh God. Three. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. Am I just supposed to roll it? Wait. Am I supposed to roll a d10 or am I? Do I add stuff to it? Uh, you roll a d10, and I think you add your, like, reflex. Ow. Ow! Okay, so it's... Hold on. Hold on. The plot thickens. Okay. So my reflex is... Nine. Okay, twelve. Twelve. All right. So you, you have a chance to act first. Uh, what are you going to do? I feel like this is supposed to be, like, super quick and covert. Um, I don't know if my third program's going to help. It's just stealth. Well, well, remember, remember, um, you have 
uh, various net actions you can take. One of them includes slide, which is attempt to flee combat with a single non-demon black ice program as a net action. If you are able to roll a successful slide check against the program's perception plus d10, you can escape the black ice to an adjacent floor of the elevator, but not pass a net or a password or other net obstruction. Okay. Okay, just to make sure I understand you, does that mean I can like slide past it and run to the next floor? No, because there's still a data wall obstructing you from reaching the next floor, but you can slide to the floor you were just on because there's nothing blocking you from going that way. Yeah, I'm gonna attempt the slide. I don't wait. No, maybe I shouldn't. Okay. You know what? You know what? F it. F it. I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight it and see what happens. Okay. So, attack it with my sword. All right. Give me an attack roll, and I'm gonna roll a defense roll. Sarfoji feels like she's come this far, so I'm gonna at least fight it and see what happens, and then decide if I should flee later. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Your your hit will land. Uh, go ahead and um roll swords damage seven i will make a note of that i'm gonna use a net action to get some distance between the thing so i'm just like gonna like jump back a little bit all right i mean there's not it's hard to explain like you can just you can just do that but like there's not a the net's weird and like you don't have like a you don't necessarily have a speed in the net right like you don't have a movement speed where it's like I can move this many squares inside the net. It just kind of is because it's like an artificial constructed space. Um, so yeah, it's not going to like physically, it'll look like you're further away from the giant, but it's not going to actually like affect anything. Like you can still swing and hit it with your sword. It can still hit you. Um, it's, it's, it's not affecting the variables, um, in any meaningful way. Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna end my turn. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tank this. Whew. Okay. Alright, it is, it's gonna, like, raise one of its feet and try to bring it down on top of you. Uh, roll a 10. And so 16 plus 8 is 24 to, to hit, so. And I got an 18. Alright, so it will hit you. Sarfungi's ready. Uh, nine damage to your brain, and you are forcibly and unsafely jacked out of your net run as this foot comes like crashing down on top of you. 